Yo, what's up, Cluck listeners? Ted Cluck here, chiming in to tell you about a brand new product from our brand new line of Cluck Podcast swag. These are Cluck Podcast specialty socks. Own a piece of your favorite podcast. These high-performance athletic socks are perfect for football, boxing, any other athletic endeavor, or just relaxed podcast listening. These socks work as hard as the farm kid, Josh Loftus, yet are as soft and cuddly as Ted Cluck himself. These are just the beginning of the Cluck product line, boxing gloves, cleats, and apparel forthcoming. Check out the link in the show notes for Cluck Podcast Specialty Socks. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus Talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do Ted, my man, you are looking fabulous. I just have to say the glasses, the shirt, the hair, like everything, everything came together this morning and said, hey, let's get along. I appreciate it, baby. That's super kind. It's literally 107 degrees outside here. Um, and, and immediately are you after serious. Uh, yeah, I think I think the heat index is going to be up up in that range today. So, um, yeah, it feels like having a fever. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so after this, I get to put a robe on, uh, like the academic regalia, walk across campus and pray in front of like, I don't know, 2000 people in chapel. So I'm, I'm kind of freaking out, man. So it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good to be doing this to keep my mind off that, if you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ted, let's, you know, you know, a little peek behind the curtain for our people. Ted and I recorded an app the other day that, you know, we just weren't happy with. Let's just say that it wasn't up to it wasn't up to our standard. It wasn't up to the par excellence that we normally put out on this podcast. So we said, you know what? Our people deserve better. They sure do. Our people deserve better. So we're going to get together and we're going to record another app that we deem more acceptable. So that's why we're here. But we actually had a couple topics that we want to talk about today. One of them, actually, one of them was a listener request. They want us to do a little a little bit of Seattle Mariners talk. Oh, right on, Uh, dude. Yeah, uh, because do the Mariners. Why don't we start with that? Yeah, let's 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 start there, dude. Have you have you been keeping up with the Mariners at all? Because I know I know they're your baseball team. They are my baseball team, and I've been keeping up somewhat. And I'm aware yeah. that they're very hot right now. Very hot. And I'm aware that like our division, it's kind of neck and neck between three teams. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent in in the AL West, and um, we're slugging it out. And the thing that I find fascinating about the Mariners, yeah. we peak at the right time. You we know, do, we al- we always kind of start slow, and you think, man, this roster's not doing it. They're not coming together. Um, but we always find a couple of guys, and we peak at the right time. And, and they're not necessarily the guys that you think they're going to be. So, like, yeah. I was really invested for reasons unbeknownst to myself. Like, there, there, are, 
there are just certain athletes you're drawn to and you want to see them do well. Like I've been yep. really invested in the Jared Kelnick experience, yeah. um, which yeah. really has not gone well. But no. No. you know, there have been other guys who have who have stepped up this season, and it's really fun to see the M's playing as well as they are. So what what originally? So okay, I, I would like I would like you to answer this. What yeah. originally drew you to Kellenick? Was it his look? Was it his play style? Like what? Why why was Kellenick your guy? Dude, it was one thing and one thing only. Okay, the fact that he cared so much, mm. like and yep. and that honestly, Josh, that's probably the thing that was his undoing as a player. You know what I mean? Mm. But I could just yeah. see it etched all over his face. If he struck out, he would like. I don't know, snap a bat over his knee or like go into the go into the dugout and like smash up, you know, a drink cooler yep. or whatever. And yep. I'm like, Kelnick Break lives his, his life like I do. Like he cares mm. too much. He can't help it. Um, sometimes it it's his own worst enemy. And I just yeah. I felt a lot. Honestly, I felt a lot of sympathy for the kid, you yeah. know, and I, I wanted to see him do well for him to like stave off. um you know, the, the agony that I knew would come if he didn't do well. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'll ask you a similar question. Mm -hmm. Like who are you drawn to on this iteration of the Mariners? Uh, Let me think. So, I mean, I was, I was a huge Julio Rodriguez fan. Yeah. Like like his, his rookie year and he's still doing good. He's not, you know, this year, uh, this year hasn't been as good as his rookie year, right? But yeah. but uh, but I was really I was really in on him. Yeah, um, dude. For me, Cal Raleigh. Oh yeah, Cal's Cal fun. Raleigh, dude. Yeah, like Cal's fun. He's having a good time, right? Yeah, right. He's not he's not a traditionally like good looking guy. Yeah, and and you know he, he's a catcher. So I'm yeah. so th- that was my position in, in high school yeah is is I was a catcher right mm-hmm. and I just I'm always drawn to the to the catchers that like seem to like have a personality yeah because for sure. catchers catchers often seem to kind of be kind of like the bass player of the band like yeah. nobody really ever ever knows their name yeah you know that's true. but if you took them away that you know it wouldn't work yeah you know? Cal like I, I've been in on Cal Raleigh for a long time mm-hmm. and just seeing him just kind of slowly just just peak right at the, yeah right at the right moment dude like he's a like great I, example of like player development right yeah um yep. he wasn't yep. necessarily topping anyone's like hot prospect lists but yeah, yeah his ascension has been steady he seems like a genuinely good dude just like right. really easy to root for you know yeah. yeah um where are you out on suarez dude do you enjoy suarez uh, you know, you know, I do, I yeah, do. I enjoy yep, him too. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Sure. I like Suarez. I think he's got some spunk. I think he's got yeah. some spice. Yeah. Uh, I really, I really like him as a player. He seems yeah. like a character, yeah, and ba- every does. clubhouse needs yeah. like a few characters, a few serious guys. You know. Yep. You got yep. those guys in baseball that are super kind of squared off and corporate, but then you got the the Suarez types who are a little bit, a uh, little bit yeah. different. <clears throat> I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm in on it. I do have to say though, per per you 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 and Jared Kellenick, mm-hmm. he might be one of the most like classic like '80s looking baseball players. Dude, I think I dig that about him too. I um, think I think that might be part of it for you, man. Like like look at this guy. He is dude. You could put Kellenick straight out of the early '90s. You could put him in Top Gun and give him like a call sign. <laughs> yes, and he would. Yes. He would it would make dude, sense. 
what would Kellenix call sign be? This is this is this is what I want to know. I feel like oh. I, I feel like you got to work in something with his like his temper, dude, because he is yeah. he's a hothead. Yeah, yeah. Hothead. Maybe his call sign is just hothead. Just hothead. That dude. would work, I think, dude. I think that's it. It does. And it the does. design on the helmet would be super cool. You know, maybe yep. the whole helmet could be red. You know, maybe some yep. flames on it. Hothead. Yep. Yeah. Hothead, dude. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, Ted. Speaking of hotheads. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you and I. So okay. So you 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 texted me. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm watching. The Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight. Yeah, finally. And, yeah. All right. Finally. Right. Right. And and Ted, I will. I will. I will tell you just off the right off the bat. When I saw the text, my heart my heart sank a little bit. Oh. Because I thought like Ted is going to he's going to be disappointed. Yeah. Like he's not going to like this experience. Yeah. You know. Um. So. I will. I'll reserve my thoughts about the fight and the entire like Jake Paul esque scene yeah uh till till a little later but i would i would just like to know from you ted what did you think just as as a boxing fan as a boxing athlete yourself yeah like where where are you at on this man well what's interesting about it is you had set the bar really low and i think appropriately so because i remember when that when that fight unfolded in real time, you were texting me going, "Oh my gosh, this is a farce. It's terrible. It's unwatchable." So my bar was really low and I I happened into watching it only because I try to catch most televised boxing. So sure. Sure. when I saw on my on my little ESPN Plus channel or whatever that there was a new a new fight card that they had put up, um, I watched a lot of the undercard fights cuz I I just enjoy watching good boxing. And I knew that that was the feature and sort of concurrent with this happening was I probably watched 20 or 25 minutes of the new Jake Paul documentary on Netflix. Um, It's one of those sports like untold documentaries. And I found it unspeakably sad. Um, He seems to me to be kind of the first super public data point of what happens to a person when you live your entire life online. Um, yep. yep. And, and so like in the early 2000s or whatever, I guess I take that back. Like we had, we had like Paris Hilton and people who were famous for just being famous, kind right. of in like first gen reality TV. But Jake Paul is really the first one who became famous doing a thing that I care nothing about right sure um like the the whole phrase youtube personality means nothing to me but it means <laughs> a lot to like the little dweebs that go to like high school with my kid <laughs> you know what i mean like they know they know youtube personality spicy you know? Ted. let's keep this rolling <laughs> those little dweebs you know what i mean though <laughs> oh i uh, they're I like oh so and so he's yeah, a youtube yeah. personality and i'm like that's right. not even a category that i have but but yeah. so I, I watched this documentary about Jake Paul, and he seems like just kind of this derpy kid from Ohio who's doing yeah. inane things on the internet and becomes sort of accidentally great at making money in that way, right? Right. Um, right. Well, they, well, they they hit the thing with the Paul brothers is yeah. they hit the YouTube like. They rode the wave literally perfectly. Yeah. No, that's right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the same way that somebody like Bill Simmons rode the podcast wave perfectly. Yeah. But in, yeah. in the Simmons podcast model, 
the the user is getting value. You know what I mean? The listener is getting value. They're getting right. They're hearing from someone who's good at a craft. Yeah. It, whereas my impression of the Paul brothers was that it was just like escalating inanity yeah. and the kind of quote unquote success or fame that was doing the opposite of like bringing satisfaction to them. And they, they, yeah. they seem to be gradations more miserable at every turn. And so I'm, I'm watching this documentary kind of being bored with it because I'm not the target demo, but kind of being like, it, Josh, it sort of reframed for me why Jake Paul decided to box. And I'm actually glad that he did because boxing is the world of reality, right? So yeah. just going to a gym and doing workouts and sparring, it's, it's a... It's sort of a blow to be struck for trying, right? You're 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 announcing to the world I'm trying. Yeah. When you decide to do it. So I look yeah. at it and I go, in the long run, this will probably be good for this kid, but I don't like the way that he's doing it. Right? So so can I can can I speak to that for a second? Do it. Yeah, go. Because 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 I'm gonna agree with you, but 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 I think I might I might have some disagreement or or it might just be a different a different way of looking at it. Yeah. I I, I agree that the best thing he could have done was to step into a realm of reality. Yeah. But what I would argue yeah. is that because of all of the money that and his and his massive ego. Yeah. He created for himself his own reality. Yeah, no, you're right. Not, he's not experiencing it. Yeah, you know? or he's so, not experiencing it in the pure kind of way. So, so the way for him to become a professional boxer, re- respectfully, would have been: I'm going off the internet for a year. I'm yeah. training. I'm fighting in club fights. Like I'm starting with four rounders against other fighters who are getting started. Right. You know, and I'm kind of right. building my career the way that a normal professional boxer would. But, you know, he started out fighting other YouTube sensations. So who cares? And then he fought like a washed up NBA guy. Kind of who cares again? Yep. Um, he fought like this Ben Askren who looked like he had just gotten off the couch. You know, some MMA yep. guy who. Yep. And, and the whole thing, Josh, invites you to wonder are these opponents of his just making the biggest paydays they've ever made in their life to get in there and take the fall, you know, which yeah. has happened in boxing before. I mean, oh, less, 100% it lest we paint boxing with like this purest brush, you know, the sport is inhabited by scumbags and charlatans and thieves. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be beyond anybody to like engineer these fights for, maximum pay-per-view value and kind of line up a series of opponents to just fall down for him, you know? Right, right, right. Which, which is, which is part of my frustration is because I do think, I do think that it, that some of that probably is there. Yeah. And, and, and as someone who, who respects the sport, loves the sport, right? Same. It's frustrating to me to see, like, I'm never going to be a fan of the spoiled rich kid. Yeah, I know. Like, you, you, you know, you know, I'm just I'm never like no matter how successful they become. Yeah. Unless they show yeah. that they have gone down to the dirt. Yeah. And built themselves up, not with their own stuff. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to have the level of respect. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and I think I think that's that's what he is demanding is he's demanding to be seen as legitimate. 
See, I think when he's, he's not doing anything legitimate. I think he's just demanding to be seen. And this is the problem with like the YouTube pathology, right? It's like, don't see and respect me. Just see me and respond in some way. And, you know, he's positioned himself in the sport as like a villain character, right? So the whole thing is kind of taken on the veneer of professional wrestling more than professional boxing in the sense that, you know, his, his look, his ring walks, his... Uh, behavior in press conferences. There, there. Ever since Muhammad Ali, there's been this sort of um, propensity to quote unquote sell the fight, and the fighter has to sell the fight by like yeah. um, kind of engineering some kind of fake beef with the other fighter. When in reality, it's like you're both professional boxers. You probably have more in common than not, you know. And so the the beefs seem to me, again, to be engineered and, and kind of false. Um, but but with these, like, high-profile joke fights, they seem more like business deals between two people who realize they're both going to get rich from it, you know? Yeah. May- Mayweather, yeah. Um, when, Maywe- when Mayweather fought the MMA guy, Conor McGregor, that right. just seemed like a, a business deal between rich guys. And they right. just moved around for for 10 rounds and didn't hurt each right. other. And that was that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, my question is then like in the long run, mm-hmm. I would argue that those type of stuff hurt the sport yeah, because, and- because, because it, because it creates a bar, yes. right? Like, like it creates a spectacle that now, you know, a, a, you know, welterweight championship fight. Yeah. It, like it can't reach that level of spectacles because they yeah. don't have the money. Yeah. You know, so, 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 but I would argue that that is a much more pure form of the sport because you have guys that have been doing it since they're three years old. Well, yeah. And you're going to see, see a much better fight, right? Yeah. You're, you're right. going to see a really good fight as opposed to like a, a super middling mediocre fight, which is what Jake Paul, Nate Diaz was. And I would argue, Josh, and this gets back to kind of the the pathology of YouTube, that it's actually bad for the person. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a way to look at it pragmatically and go, "All right, Cluck, how can it be bad for the person if each guy's walking away with, you know, thirty million dollars and and you know they live to fight another day?" And yeah, on one hand, that scans as like really good, but on the other hand, if what this kid really needs in his life is acceptance from a group of people who respect him, which is what's on the table in the boxing community if you show up and do the work. Um, He's not going to get it this way. And so while he has money and he has fame, I think what he probably needs the most is still going to elude him. And that's what what, kind of makes it a tragic story, you know, to me. Well, it does make it a tragic story. And and I think it's something that... I think you're 100 percent right. That's what he wants. Yeah. And I guess a big part of me, it, part of me, is frustrated that he's choosing the realm of boxing to get it. Yeah. Because because he could he could do it anywhere. Like he started on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. He could have he could have played this game, this look yeah. at me game, this yeah. you know trying to trying to basically diversify his portfolio of yeah. of of what he does. Yeah. He could have done it anywhere. Like like he could have he could have gone to NASCAR. He could yeah. have gone to like you know rugby or something yeah. like that. But he chose boxing. Yeah, and it's something that I love. Yeah, you know, and and I guess that you know I. I will say it's hard for me. Like I'll, I will admit this. It, it's it. It's hard for me to look at it objectively. 
Yeah. Because of like the the love that I have for the sport and kind of the nostalgia that I have for the sport. Yes. And I see him coming in. I'm just kind of like, dude, like you're 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 a punk. Here's what. Just be quiet. I know. I agree. Here's what I potentially love about it, though. Redemption wise. All right. Okay. Okay. In the strange kind of moral economy of boxing. Yeah. He will become the most beloved he has ever been on the day that he has a real fight and he gets knocked out. Mm, like he true. will earn some respect, you know, especially yeah. if he takes it like a man, if he goes out on his shield, if he fights hard, right. um, if he doesn't just lay down. I mean, if he gets in a real war and it yeah. could even be a six rounder against a real cruiserweight or an eight rounder against a real cruiserweight. Right. Um, right. If he gets in there and takes his licks and gets knocked out, um, he'll he'll get what he's always wanted, which is at a deep level, I think, respect. Or he doesn't even know he wants it, maybe. But there's yeah. no self-respect to his life. You know, he sort of looks like somebody yeah. who's like going as a rapper for Halloween. I mean, he's got, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, he's 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 sort of got the like that's, I'm going as a rapper for Halloween costume that's the on. Perfect analogy. He, he 100% you know, I got a little I got like a little that. tattoo yeah. over my ear, like some stuff going on <laughs> yes. in my face, the whole thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. He's got a teardrop on the right side. Yeah. It scans as really sad because none of it's earned. You know, right. like like right. none of like even that costume isn't earned. Right. And right. He paid for it. He needs to earn something. And honestly, the way to do it is to get knocked out in a in a real it fight. It really is, dude. Yeah. But but see, look, Ted, like, isn't that the way life is though? Yes. Right? Like 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 and I think I think this is part of why the whole rich kid mentality is so frustrating to me. Yeah. It's because, you know, you know, after after they got big on YouTube, um, uh he didn't like he didn't have to do anything. Like, he didn't have to work anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. he's he stepped into here. He's he's purchased like yeah. the best gloves. He's purchased the best shoes. He's yeah. never had to uh, he's never had to deal with training in yeah. like bad conditions. He can go to the best gyms. He can hire the best coaches. Like everything's going to be primo for him, right? Like yeah. like it, like in my mind it's 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 like the difference in what is it Rocky 4 with the Russian? Yeah. <clears throat> Right where you see Rocky out there like punching sides of beef yeah. in Russia, and then it pans over to the other guy and he's got like all the science and all the computers. You know? Yeah, like, it was like he's peak eighties computers. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Because he's being literally he's being backed by literal communism. Yes. he has all the money. Yeah. Right, yeah. and 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 that's kind of like that's kind of how I feel about this kid. And it's yeah. probably at what what sucks is I'm probably falling into exactly what he wants. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably like yes, hate me. Yeah, hate me more, you hate you. Me more. You hate watched that fight because you wanted to see him get knocked out. I wanted to see him get knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, I But did. getting knocked out is going to be the best thing that could happen to him. You know? I know. And it's yeah. sometimes the best thing that could happen to us. Sure. And, right? and for most of us, it happens, Josh, to your point about rich kid dynamics. Like, you know, most of us take some landscaping job when we're in high school and we screw something up. We get yelled at. Like, right. you, you start, yeah. like, taking those lumps from life but his paradigm the way that he kind of came up on the internet um it would seem that he circumnavigated that and i think that i think the part of it that's distressing for me mm. is again i see these derpy little uh high school kids kind of admiring it yeah. like they they want to build a platform they want somebody to watch them like i don't know unboxing their new pair of shoes or whatever and it's like right. this is fundamentally flawed 
like there's nothing real about this. And, yeah, and exactly. you know, that that's the, the, the part for me that's hard to stomach. So I want to, I got to go, I got to go in like three minutes and okay. begin okay. my walk through, you know, the Schwitz, the sauna that is West Tennessee at there you go. 10 a.m. But um, just keep the clothes on. Yeah, I'll, ch- I'll try to keep the clothes on. Yeah. I want to talk about the boxing. So, okay. okay, yes. Jake Paul, the boxer, is actually showing a little bit of promise. I like, know, and it hates me to admit it. Yeah, clearly he's trained hard. He's made his body stronger. Like yeah. somebody's taught him some technique. Like he, yeah. he's like very adjacent to knowing what he's doing. And in fact, yeah. he looked like more of a boxer than Nate Diaz. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will. Like, like I'm. I'm not above giving credit where credits due. Like, yeah. As much as I hate how it happened, Jake Paul is becoming a polished fighter, and Nate Diaz came into that ring high. Yeah, I don't know if he was high or not. Like, no, no, no. He he was he was literally smoking joints walking into the walking into the stadium. Oh, he was. I I was. I didn't (laughs) pay attention to that. That's fascinating. (laughs) Well, and he and by and large, he fought like. You would think somebody who was smoking joints on the way into the stadium fought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he looked did. sleepy he and listless for like the first four or five rounds. But then yeah. I got to tip the cap to Diaz. Like he was he was tough. He stood in there and took his shots. He's yeah. got a good set of whiskers on him. Yep. Um, you know, he, he hung in around a headlock at the end, which I thought was kind of funny. He what? He put Jake in a headlock in the end, which yeah, I thought was kind I mean, of funny. Yeah. The, the fight, as these fights do, sort of devolved into kind of a mess toward the end where, you yeah. know, both conditioning came into play for both guys. But um, it was a better fight than than I had expected based on how you had sold it to me. So, yeah. um, so I, I, I guess... There's something there, but he's he's got to fight somebody real next. He's got to fight a boxer, you know. Yeah, he won't because I've been saying that since day one. Yeah. After he fought Askin, and then he scheduled the next one for I forget who it was, some so another like MMA guy. I'm like, he's just he's just going to do celebrity fights. Like, well, maybe he'll fight it. some like super old cruiserweight. Will come out of retirement. Maybe it'll be like Antonio Tarver or like James Tony or somebody like that. Who's yeah. 53 years old or whatever. It'll, it'll be some indirect way into it, but yeah, it'll be something, which, but which still won't be legitimate. Yeah. You know, cause it's not, he's not. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, no, no, he's definitely, he's definitely looking better. I want him to fight a real guy. Yeah. That's, that's I do too. That's what he needs to do. I do too. Josh, yeah. we are right, nothing Ted. if not real guys, and I'm a real guy who has to go yes, you pray are. in chapel and hopefully not trip and fall. So No, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get you out of here. Listeners, we thank you for listening. You know where to catch us everywhere at Cluckcast. Uh, believe us, this app was head and tails better than what you would have gotten. So <laughs> yeah. be thankful for this one. We are thankful for this one, and that other one will never see the light of day unless nope. people pay us enough money. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I just, you know, I'm never going to delete it because there's always an opportunity there for money. That's true. <laughs> we thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of Cluck later. Later.